Good day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 18, Reading to Your Destination. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have Torin as my guest on the show. How are you doing today? Not too bad. Yeah, yeah, you're not nervous, right? No. No, he looks completely calm, he's staring deep into my eyes, so he's ready for this. Uh, uh, before we start to talk about your hobby, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, so I'm a student of engineering physics at the University of British Columbia. I'm in Ottawa for the semester, just working, um, missing home a bit, but I also like in the new city. How long have you been here? Uh, two months, two months. Okay. And you're not ready for winter yet. Absolutely not. It's already <laughs> too cold out. Okay. Well, you know what? Let's go to something a little bit more positive. Let's talk about your hobby, which is reading while walking, or is it walking while reading? Um, I'd say the, uh, the reading tends to take over. So let's put that one first. Reading while walking. There you go. Uh, how did you get introduced to this hobby? Um, as far as I know, I'm the only person I know who does this. So I wasn't introduced per se, but I, I started it doing, started doing it fairly recently. Um, this summer I one day decided, oh, I need to get all this reading done, but I also want to reach my step goals for the week. Um, so I started doing both at the same time and it worked for me. And did you start like with a heavy book or just a small book to get to the grocery store? Or Um, I think, I think the first book I read while walking <laughs> was, um, it was called Elephant Tears. It was a, uh, it was about like, um, the emotional lives of animals. So not like super light, but light enough, light enough. Okay. And what kind of books do you prefer to read while you're walking? Um, so I read a lot in general, um, a lot of nonfiction these days, but, um, also literature though. I find those aren't the best while walking it tends to be light fiction or maybe some really interesting nonfiction so that you can get into the book and zone out of the walking more. I find if it, if it's too dense, you, you go back to thinking about your walking and you get, get confused. Did you ever take a misstep while reading while walking or you're already good at figuring out how to walk while reading? Um, there's been a few missteps. Um, <laughs> on my way over here, actually, I walked past the house by accident and then realized, oh, I've, I've gone too far. I got to go back. Um, but no, my, my peripheral vision has developed quite well. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you have to have your eyes really wide open to just capture all the scenery around you just, just to make sure you're not going to hit anything, right? Um, I don't know. I feel like you zone in and out a bit. Like my, my periphery, I'll kind of know if I'm coming up to a side street and that's when I'll really like, okay, got to check for a car, but then go back to more in the book. And you, I think you told me you read at night sometimes while walking. Yeah. So I, when I first started this, I was working and that's one of the main reasons I was doing this to, to fit this in after work. So I would do it in the evenings and I had to plot my route. So there were lots of streetlights, but then I eventually just got a headlamp. So it's like, do you remember when we were kids where you're in your car or your parents' car and then you're playing either reading a book or playing a video game and you have to wait till the streetlights come by so you can actually see what you're reading? Yep. And the parents say <laughs> no lights on in the car and you're like, oh yeah, my goodness. It's, it's going to blind the driver. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. So you got that experience from when you were younger. Yes. <laughs> and what is your favorite book? So I talked about your favorite kind of book, but what was your favorite book that you enjoyed more while walking? Um. So I think... I've got this series I've been reading. Um, it's kind of cheating. It's not a favorite book. It's a series. 
um, but it's it's called Portuguese Irregular Verbs, um, and it it is not a book of language. <laughs> it's um it's by a, a Scottish author Alexander McCall Smith, and they tend to be light. Um, they're about this quirky professor, so I also kind of relate to the character. How long is the series? Um, I've found four books so far, but I I don't know if there are more. They're hard to find. Um, no, I've just seemed to stumble upon them, and they provide good reading. So, the all the names in the series are quite amusing. The most recent one was called "Unusual Uses for Olive Oil." Do not put it in your car. Do not change your oil with that olive oil. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> in fact, I think they use it to wheel the tires of a disabled wiener dog. Wait, why just the wiener dog? Would it be for any dog? Um, for, to know that you'd have to have read the <laughs> other books. <laughs> that is very interesting. It makes me think of a podcast I'm listening to called Something You Should Know, where it's okay. just a bunch of random facts. But either way, I'm not here to promote other podcasts for now. We're here to promote Torin. Absolutely. If, if you want random facts, books are a good way to go. Absolutely. I completely agree. And one with a lot of good facts, I guess, a dictionary. <laughs> it's not facts, but words that you learn. <laughs> I would say the dictionary may be one of the worst books to read while walking. Um, <laughs> it's a fairly dry in content. I... The encyclopedia, much better. Um, a little bit better. A little it's, bit better. It's a little heavier too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what would you say is the best part about reading while walking for you on a personal level on an emotional level? Um, for me, it feels very productive. Um, I'm doing exercise while getting like intellectual stimulation as well. So I find by the end of a read walk, um, I feel like I've accomplished a lot. Um, I've learned something. And do you feel that you get more immersed in the book while you're walking? Or is, does it, is it the same effect as if you were just sitting? Um, I think it's slightly less immersion in the book, actually. Since you're doing two things at once, you tend to... I, I find I can read better while I'm just sitting. But um, if it's, like I said, if it's a light read, it's good to read while walking. It's about, about the same. And... When you are reading while walking, do you set yourself a destination, let's say a physical destination to get to point A to point B, or a destination in a book you want to get to a certain chapter? Um, it really depends. Kind of my my bigger goal is that I, I have a certain amount of reading I try to do in a week. So I try to read three books a week. Um, whether I do that walking, it doesn't really matter. But um, usually when I read walk is between things. So I have a fixed ex destination, or usually it's the steps that determine how long I need to walk. And do you do this all year round or just for the spring, summer, fall? Well, I've, I started in the summer and it was very nice then, but I've been doing it recently and it's really getting cold on my fingers. I find, um, holding a book with gloves is really awkward and it's hard to flip the pages. So I may need to, uh, devise a new strategy for the winter here. Would you ever consider an e-reader or is that not your thing? Um, I spend a lot of time in front of a computer and a screen, so I really, if I can avoid being in front of a screen, I like to do that. So I, I stick with hard copies for now, but I'd be open to the idea. Yeah. No, I'm trying to help you find a solution for a winter time when it comes along. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Oh, that's brilliant. And you get one of those gloves that have uh, the little tips, so yeah. you can actually flip through a lot easier. Oh, that's <laughs> that may allow me to continue my hobby. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All year round. It's going to be a barrier. 
But I think it might be a bigger challenge during the wintertime because you're not only focusing on walking, you're going to also be focusing on keeping your balance and not slipping on ice. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but and I that, could be wrong. You're an expert. Another factor. I'll, I'll have to work it in. And uh, do you have any inspirations as in somebody that encourages you to read more or an author that inspires you to read more of their stories or anything like that? So kind of, I, I think a lot of books I've read have been inspiring. Um, for various reasons. Um, I mentioned the book about the emotional lives of animals. That really got me thinking. All of Malcolm Gladwell's works really make me kind of think about how we see the world. Um, and I've recently been reading Salman Rushdie, whose who's writing is just incredible. Um, I think inspiration for reading, though, I heard that Warren Buffett, apparently, and this may be completely apocryphal, but apparently he reads 500 pages a day. So I'm I reckon if he's as intelligent or as rich and intelligent as he is, well, maybe he's doing something right. Yeah. What's stopping you from doing the same thing? Exactly. Also, I was going to ask you, well, the question actually just escaped me. Um, actually, this is perfect for the winter question. Did you ever hurt yourself while walking? Not not that I can recall. There's been some some close calls. Uh, poles are the scariest because they're they're thin, often silver, and they're like right in the middle of a path sometimes. So... That, that's my biggest concern, but I have yet to be hit by a vehicle. I don't, do not say yet. <laughs> it's not something you're like waiting for. You have not been hit by a vehicle, and let's keep it that way. I actually ran into a stop sign once. Oh, no. It hit the side of my face. I was looking to, towards my friend, and I was running and smacked. It fell straight to the ground. So, yeah, it made me stop. Be- better to run into a stop sign than a reed walker, though. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, did your... Uh, peripheral visions improve as you kept on walking and reading? I think it must have. I I don't have a quantitative way of saying it has, but I feel like nowadays I can focus a lot more on the book and less on my surroundings. Um, and I think that's due to my increased peripherals. And um, do you have a preferred time of day? At night, I'm sure the peripherals are a lot harder to use. Yeah, Um I tend to go at night, but I would prefer just middle of the day, nice and sunny, preferably warm. Do you, uh, here's another question. Do you like walking like on the sidewalk or on the beach or going on hikes reading? Where is your preferred um, environment? I think a hike would be a little bit challenging um, because of roots and stuff. That's a whole new, whole new ball game. That's a advanced read walking. Um, but uh, sidewalks are, are good because there's no cars on those. Now, another question Obviously. I have for you. Yeah. <laughs> if there are, yeah, watch out. Do you like um, audiobooks? Is that something that crosses your mind? Um, yes, actually. Um, I, I really like podcasts as well. Um, I suppose I haven't gotten into audiobooks, but, but I, I do a lot of listening and audio material. So I'll sometimes do that while walking instead. And you said you do this three times a week and no, three books a week. Oh, three books a week. So you read every single day while walking? Um, pretty much every day on the way to work on the weekends. It's whenever I get the chance. Um, sometimes I'll also go in the evenings. And do you do this for only like say novels and fiction or do you do this also for studies as in for your classes? Uh, I don't think I've would try this as like a serious study technique. I don't think I would retain the hard information. Plus, I, I usually need to sit and write notes when I study, but for fiction, it works. Do you, uh, what was your biggest challenge when you first started 
reading while walking. I think I was a bit worried about what people would think. Um, I mean, it looks kind of ridiculous just walking down the street with a book in my hands. Um, and for a while I got the reputation of like being the read walking guy back in my part of Vancouver, but I think I don't mind. I think people see it as just an interesting quirk. But think about it nowadays, everybody's looking at their phones while they're walking. So you're not that much out of the norm. You are one in the billion. So seven other people are like you. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. I suppose it's a more productive use of time than being on phone while walking. So as I say that while I'm holding my phone in my hand, uh, answering or asking the questions, it's justified. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For this podcast only. Uh, so that was your challenge when you first started. What was your biggest challenge or what is your current biggest challenge? Um, it's really been the cold, to be honest. I've uh, a few mornings I've had to put the book away and stuff my hands in my pockets just to warm them up. Um, but that's just the soft Vancouverite in me dealing with the Ottawa weather. It's going to get worse. Oh, it's no. It's going to get a lot worse. Our winters are a lot more dry. Yikes. Yeah. But uh, I would suggest getting maybe some of those hot packs. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm just giving a bunch of ideas right now for... No, you're uh, <laughs> you're really giving me a new uh, ways to elevate the sport, make it a year-round activity. So run me through a day where, let's say you had a very stressful day at work, at school. Does reading while walking help you relax? And how, and if it does, how so? I think I think it does help me relax. Because um, really, if you're... If your head's in a book and your feet are moving, I don't think there's a lot of room left in your your brain or body to like be stressed in other ways. It's pretty immersive. Um, and yeah, especially after a long day of work, it's nice to flip out a book, walk home, and my head's in, immediately in a different place. It's not with work anymore. It's with the book and the environment around you. Exactly. I like that. Has reading while walking ever stressed you out? Yeah, a, a few times actually. Um, as I say, it's it's a better activity for lighter fiction, but a few times I've picked up heavier books. I remember I was reading this dense history of the early Wars of the Roses, and that was it was very stressful to read because I kept having to reread sections and yeah, not not the ideal cho- choice of book. Would you want to do this with somebody else in the future? Let's say a, somebody walking with you and make a, a walking reading group, or is it something that you prefer to do alone? I mean, I prefer to do it alone, but I, I don't see why you couldn't have a read walking group. I'm, I'm picturing it now. It, it would look quite amusing. Um, it's not exactly a social activity, but, but I mean, they've got reading groups. They've got walking groups. Why not? Why not? A mobile book club? Mobile, bo- mobile <laughs> book club. That sounds like a, a technology, but like, no, you're taking your books on the go. Yeah, exactly. And let's say if somebody was curious about learning more about this, would you be the type to help them show the benefits of reading while walking? Or are you just like, yeah, you can figure it out on your own? I mean, it's it doesn't have too high a barrier to entry. I think most people could pick it up. But if anyone needs a read walking companion... I'd, I'd be happy to come along. And since you're an expert right now, do you have any recommendations for books? I know you can't really do books and walking as a recommendation, but for books themselves, for those who love reading. Oh, um, yeah, I've, I've got lots of suggestions. Um, right now, I'm really interested in Salman Rushdie. I read one of his books and his writing's incredible. 
So I'm going to keep with that. I really rec recommend anything by Malcolm Gladwell. Um, I know he's been criticized for some things, but I really like his stuff. Makes you think. And there's some early suggestions. Get started. <laughs> there you go. And they're not big books, are they? Um, no. Uh, depends. They've some Salman Rushdie has some longer stuff. Um, Malcolm Gladwell's are kind of mid-length. Do you add voices in your head while reading? So if it's somebody who's big, powerful, do you add a deeper voice or somebody who's, let's say, a female, do you add a female voice or anything like that or a child? Um, I think it really depends on the author and how rich their characters are. Um, I think kind of simplistic authors, I will just read the whole book in monotone. But um, if the characters are really rich, they have a strong character and I can get a sense of how they might sound. Um, then I'll add a voice to them just automatically. And if it's multiple characters in a book, do you add multiple voices and you can remember every single voice? Um, I think it would, yeah, it would depend on how rich each character was. So um, if, they're, if there's like some really rich character that you're invested in, they, they start to develop a voice. Oh, a question I did forget to ask you is, what was the longest distance you've ever walked while reading? Um, probably upwards of 10 kilometers. Um, my circuit back in Vancouver is, is pretty extensive. So some days can go pretty far. And did you, were you able to finish the book? No, um, not quite. I mean, 10 kilometers is, that's like, that's a couple, couple hundred pages maybe, but not a, not a full long book. I like how you have it down to a science where you're saying, okay, one kilometer is about 50 pages. And maybe that's a bit ambitious. Maybe <laughs> maybe 10 kilometers is more like like 100 pages. If you have a photo, uh, photographic memory, 50 pages in one kilometer, yeah. But I mean, I don't. Do you? I, I do not. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you're right. It is very ambitious for one yeah. kilometer. Yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of how fast I read, how fast I walk. There's got to be some sort of measurement system. You know how the kilometers per hour, pages per... Pages per <laughs> kilometer. <laughs> Yeah, you calculate pages per minute, kilometers per hour, do the math. You could get a number. You know what? I can actually see you turn this into an actual like thing. You know, by by age twenty seven, you want to be able to read this many pages per kilometer. You're right. I should I should uh, develop some metrics. Yeah, yeah. And do you see yourself doing this until you're very old, or you want to try to improve it in the sense that you want to try doing it while hiking or I don't know skydiving. It's a little exaggerated, but um, I don't, I don't know if skydiving, I bet you could read while skydiving. Um, I think I'd keep doing this. Like I, I feel it's a good way to kill two birds with one stone. Um, since you're getting exercise, you're also stimulating your brain, um, developing it to further things. Um, perhaps maybe hiking, but I couldn't see many other applications. Yeah, yeah. You could also do rock climbing. That'd be pretty easy, right? <laughs> yeah. You could, you could attach the book to your head. <laughs> and flip the pages with your tongue. <laughs> Just have a whole wet bottom section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think the library would be too pleased. No, that's why you got to buy the books. Uh, are there any misconceptions about people who read or people who walk? Let's say both of them separately. Um. Yeah, I, I think... Probably a lot of people would would think it's I'm quite a solitary person, but but actually, um, I I do see a lot of friends. Like I've got a pretty pretty active life outside of read walking, and I find one of the reasons I read walk is 
I do a lot of other stuff and I need to make time for, for the other things I like to do, like reading and walking. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is the misconception that people who read books are introverted and shy? Is that true? Yeah, I, I think that's generally the misconception or they may have a misconception of the misconception, but. But you're very extroverted. You're very social. You're able to, you came here and started talking to me. We just met a couple of days ago. So I would say you are an omnivert. I think that's. Omnivert. It's like a extrovert and an introvert at the same time. Well, basically we are all omniverts. I don't know if that's the correct term, but. I, I think you made that term up. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to use that in and the future. If that's all right. <laughs> yeah, by all means. And then you share with me your new metric system with reading and while walking. Absolutely. Yes. We'll make a whole new form of science with that. So I did ask you, um, if somebody approached you about it, would you be able to help them out? But now my other question is, do you have any word of advice for just anybody who's willing to pick it up? Not necessarily just come to see you or just anybody who wants to learn more about walking, staying hydrated, anything like that. Um, I think. I think it would be important as a disclaimer for me to, to say I'm not responsible for any injuries that you sustain if you should try this activity. I recognize that there there are some dangers um, in terms of just not being aware of surroundings. So I think make sure that it is something that you can do with the peripheral vision. Um, maybe if you want to be extreme, you could wear some bright, fancy vest or something, but I, I don't do that. Maybe I should <laughs> for, for your night walking, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably a good idea. Bright colors. Don't, don't wear all black. Unless you want to be a ninja reading, you know, who knows? Or, uh, or roadkill. <laughs> yeah, or roadkill. Uh, another question I had, they're, they're popping up right now. Is there any place in Ottawa that you would like to go on? Like say go travel or a path or a bike path or something like that, that you'd like to go? You know what? I have yet to read walk the Rideau Canal. Um, but now that I think of it, there may be some challenges of falling into the canal. Um, but I think that would be a, that would be a fun, fun path to read walk along. You are safe. I've worked on the Rideau Canal. It's all like a little gate around it so nobody can fall through unless you actually climb the gate as you're reading. That would be pretty incredible. Yeah, I, I don't think I could quite manage that. Okay, so you're safe. You can walk around the Rideau Canal. It's probably maybe around this time of year would be great. You're almost at the end of the season. Winter is right around the corner. The leaves are changing colors. Uh, yeah, I would suggest that. Gadnall Park could also be a good thing too because there's dedicated paths. You can't get lost unless you go into the actual f deeper forest. It's a beautiful place to go. Nice. So suggestions. But based off that, is there anywhere around the world that you like to walk while reading? Oh, I've never thought of this before. But now that you mention it, it would be pretty fun along the Great Wall of China. Just like, just walking while reading. I can just picture the silhouette. Would you read a specific book related to the Great Wall of China on the Great Wall of China? Yes, I'd, <laughs> I'd probably read. I'd probably read The Art of War, but that's the first Chinese book I can name. Okay, so we got China. Is there any anywhere else you'd like to give it a shot? Hmm. The Camino would be cool. Not you kind of you got me thinking of that or your grandmother, I believe. Was yeah, she's it? Do, she's doing it. Yeah, she talked about it on one of my podcasts, which is 800 kilometers. Yeah, so I, I could get a lot of reading done along there. Yeah, yeah. 
do the do the math right now. How many pages per eight, for eight hundred kilometers? Oh, I still <laughs> got to devise that system. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, do you have any social media links or anything like that you want to share with people, or you just want to stay off grid? Um, I don't have any social media related to read walking per se. Um, no, no, I mean for yourself, as in your Instagram or anything like that. Oh goodness. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm T Dofer. Um, same as it's spelled. I'll put the description in the link. Yeah, I was going to say below. <laughs> that makes sense. It'll be a lot easier to figure that out. Now, what I tend to do on this show is I also throw the question right back to you. Do you have any questions for me about reading while walking? Actually, yeah. Um, since I get through a lot of books, um, I'm always looking for book suggestions. So do you have any books you would recommend? Any books that I would recommend? Uh, I'm, I hate to say this on this episode. I'm not a big reader. And the reason why is because I'm, I'm, my dyslexia is pretty much holding me back from that, but I try to read as much as I can. Um, the books that I have read, you probably read them. So I'm going to give it a shot. Some Shakespeare. <laughs> um, I haven't read all of Shakespeare. There's a, there's a lot of material there. So Have you read Othello? No, I'm vaguely familiar with it, but never actually read it. I, I, I love Othello. Um, to Kill a Mockingbird. Um... Uh, Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe, his stories are pretty dark, which would be perfect for reading at night. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> I'll, I'll read a scary story while I'm walking. With your vest. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, are, you said when you read a fiction, is it more, do you have a time period as in more modern books or do you, how old? So a um, bit of everything. Um, I've been enjoying a lot of modern stuff recently and I find it's better for reading while walking. Um, I also enjoy like literature. I read um, Love in the Time of Cholera, which it's modern, but more literary. I've read some Steinbeck, um, but those are a bit harder while walking. They're a little bit more dense. Do you have a book waiting on your shelf saying, you know what? One day I'm going to get to you. Yeah, um, I would very much like to finish all the works of Dickens. I guess that's not a particular book, but um those are on the agenda and uh, Pride and Prejudice. Um, and you already did Harry Potter, right? Yes. yes. While, while walking or just sitting? No, I read those years ago. <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, but could you, are you the type of person when you're talking on the phone, you also walk? Um, yes, I, I think that's a, a f quite a bit easier than reading while walking, actually. Just pasting around, not going anywhere. You just I do the same thing. It just when I'm talking on the phone, I walk. Because walking is great. You didn't ever, you never hurt, your, hurt yourself or had any, when I say hurt yourself, I mean like a muscle sprain or anything like that or. Um, no, I, I, it's not particularly aggressive walking. It's, <laughs> You're not dislocating your hips. <laughs> no, no, none of the, none of that hip action there. Just, that just would normal be, walking. That would be interesting. Just seeing you in your bright yellow vest with your lamp and then dislocating your hips while speed reading. I will clarify. I do not have the bright yellow vest. I just probably should have the bright yellow vest. But it, you know what? Yeah, it's good to have the bright yellow vest at nighttime when you're walking, especially on paths that probably don't necessarily have sidewalks. Um, actually, what is the most interesting thing you saw while walking that made you put down your book and like, whoa, that was interesting? Um, Since I often do this at night, I encounter a lot of raccoons. Um, I see them quite often. They're kind of like my, my buddies out there. So I guess that's not particularly novel. I think I saw a skunk once though. 
Um, so I read walked <laughs> in the other direction <laughs> from that. From backwards, you started reading walking from like walking behind or backwards. I have never read walked backwards, but I. Yeah, that's definitely safe. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, I'm up for the challenge. And then there's sidewalking and then handstand walking. Yeah. Re handstand walk. <laughs> I can't quite figure out how it could work. You but got like a helmet and then it has like, once again, use your tongue to change the pages. Yeah. I, <laughs> my books are going to get gross. They're your personal books. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, thank you. Um, so there you have it. Another body with a hobby. Thank you, Torin, for coming on the show and talking about your passion about reading and walking or walking while reading. It changes, right? It's one or the other, or it's the same thing. Um, I'd love to have you back for more hobbies if you do have some, even hobbies you had as a kid. So keep that in mind for everybody else who's listening. Hobbies of any decade, any generation works. But once again, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, if you'd like to be on the show or have any questions at all, you could send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. So until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care. <laughs>